Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number, wait for it, wait for it, 200, which is crazy. I can't believe it. It's awesome. I'm excited. And uh, I just want to say thank you so much to everyone that has been listening and longtime listeners. You guys are awesome and that have been with me since the beginning of when, when we started this podcast uh, just over a year ago now, and we've crossed the 3 million mark as far as downloads go, which is just crazy. Uh, so I just want to say thank you so much. And I was really kind of going back and forth as far as what I should create for episode 200. At first, I was like, well, I'm just going to kind of go with the flow and we'll just record, you know, a a standard, you know, regular, uh, you know, podcast and, uh, you know, just kind of keep things going as they are. And then I said, well, maybe just maybe I'll do something special. Well, what could I do special? I'm not really sure. What would I want to do? Uh, you know, what could I do that, you know, would be a different thing that I could do? And I got thinking, well, maybe because this thing is being recorded right now before my event, but this is going to be airing after my event. And the event that I'm talking about is a live event that I'm going to be having with, uh, 30, uh, TASers that we've invited, and uh, it's actually a paid event, uh, and it's going to be us just really masterminding, and right now I'm recording this, it hasn't been done, but as this is going to be airing, it's going to be over with, which is going to be kind of exciting, it's kind of scary, but kind of exciting at the same time, we're really excited, it's this weekend um, that, that I'm recording this, it's this weekend coming up, it's going to be May 1st, but besides that, and I'll stop rambling here for a second, uh, because again, I want this one to really, really be good. So what I decided to do is I'm also going to be speaking in Denver um, this weekend, and I'm going to be delivering a keynote at a conference, which is called Rocky Mountain Resellers Conference, and it's in Denver, Colorado, and I'm going to be speaking there. I'm going to be doing one of the closing keynotes at the end of the conference, and I got thinking to myself, like, okay, you're going to a conference, which, again, guys, I think conferences are really, really valuable, Um, not just for the speakers. I think that's just a bonus. I think the real big thing that comes away from any type of conference or anytime you can get face-to-face or rubbing elbows with people that are like-minded is really that right there, is the relationships, the connections, the insights into someone else's business. That stuff is really, really powerful. So if you get a chance to go to an event in the future, not just one that I do or one that I'm attending, um, but just anyone that you think will bring value to yourself uh, or that you can surround yourself with like-minded people. Uh, Like I said, I mean, I'm going into this thing with an open mind saying like, you know what, I'm going to make some really great connections. We're going to be learning together and, uh, and really just having an awesome time. So if you get a chance, definitely take advantage of that. So what I decided to do here is say, you know what? I'm not just going to go up there and give my insights as far as like selling on Amazon or, uh, you know, like what I think someone should, should do if they're just starting or if they're at a certain level in their business because a lot of people are going to be talking about that. So before I even get on stage, there's going to be a lot of people already talking about different ways to get started. There's going to be people also talking about more advanced stuff. There's going to be people talking about how to sell in foreign markets. There's going to be a whole bunch of different discussions. So my thought process was there's going to be a lot of information coming at us, right? So as we're sitting there, there's a ton of this information. We're like, okay, we can we can do retail arbitrage. We can do online arbitrage. We can do wholesale. We can do drop ship. We could do foreign markets. We could do private labeling. Uh, we could do e-commerce. We could build funnels. Uh, we could do all of this stuff, right? And you guys have heard me say that. I mean, there's there's a whole bunch of different ways that you can go about this. And it really does depend on the individual. It really does, okay? That's what it comes down to. So when you're having all this information come at you, I think it's great, but then we have to really kind of separate it 
and come up with our own plan, right? Because if we don't, then we're going to be kind of paralyzed or overwhelmed and then not do anything, right? So my thought was, you know what? Let me go ahead and create something that can help at this stage of the conference, all right? So what I want to do here is I want to do this presentation right here, right now on this podcast. So I'm going to do a, a full full on like keynote like I'm going to be doing it at the at this conference. So this way here I can kind of get practice and I can also see how it's going to flow and and if there's anything that I'm just not doing good, right? I want to be able to practice. So you guys are going to see this and hear this or hear this, not see this. You're going to hear this raw um, in a sense that I'm just going to kind of go through it. And uh, I think it's going to be valuable whether you attend a conference or not. It's really about just getting all of this information that's being thrown at us, all of this noise and really deciphering and seeing what we want to apply to our own plan, our own business uh, and, and everything that kind of goes into it. Because I think it's more than just business. I think it has to do with, um, you know, a lot of different elements as far as your own situation. So hopefully by me going through this, this is going to help you, but it's also going to help me right now because I'm kind of practicing for this event that's going to be uh, coming up here real soon, but I'll be able to give you guys the presentation. So let's go ahead and uh, and do this. Why don't we? All right. So let's just take a quick little second and do a little sound effect. Okay, so first off, I want to ask you guys a question. I want to ask you a simple question. And that question is, have you ever, ever felt overwhelmed or like you've had so much information thrown at you, you don't know where to start? Have you ever felt that? I want you to answer yes or no. I want you to say it loud. And I also want you to either raise your hand uh, or don't raise your hand if you have never felt that. Now, myself personally, I've felt like that and I still feel that a lot in different situations and different circumstances, I feel like that. But there's different ways that you can get around that. But what I want to do here today is because we're talking about building a business for your lifestyle or for whatever reason you want to do this, which we'll get into in a little bit because I think it's really important to understand that. But I want to share with you how to simplify the process and take action, all right? Because there's a lot of different information that's getting thrown at us and that's normal. But I want to give you, okay, what I do in order to really break it down so this way here we can take action, all right? Now, first off, I want you to congratulate yourself. I want you to give yourself props. I want you to give yourself a pat on the back for taking action and showing up right now to this podcast because there's a lot of different choices out there as far as podcasts go or or information that you could be consuming. I want you to give yourself really a pat on the back. I want you to reach over, pat yourself on the back and say, congratulations or good job, Scott, or whatever your name is, right? I want you to do that. I think it's important that we acknowledge the things that we do that are moving ourselves forward. And this is one of them, okay? Because I do believe that after you get done with what I'm about to share with you, I think that you're going to see a whole nother picture. And I think it's going to make it really, really clear. At least that is the goal for me to share with you today, all right? So understand this too, okay? Most people, including myself, get excited about a certain thing, right? And they get excited, and then they start to take action, and then from there, they run into an obstacle, and then they usually stop, okay? You can be different, okay? You can be different. And what I'm going to share with you, okay, today is going to help you do that, okay? I want to give you tools and a plan to execute, all right? Because let's face it, there's hundreds of ways to make money or start a business, all right? You can open a pizza shop, for heaven's sake, right? 
<laughs> you don't want to, maybe. I don't want to, but you could. You can open a bar, you know, you could do that if you wanted to, right? But let's get serious, right? We're talking about like online stuff, right? So selling on eBay, that's a great way that you could get started. You could sell on Etsy. If you haven't heard about Etsy, it's a really cool site like eBay. A lot of handmade stuff, but that's kind of how it started. But now they're starting to branch out. But Etsy's a great channel, right? It's a buyer's channel, okay? You can sell on Amazon. That's why we're here, right? You want to sell on Amazon. You could do retail arbitrage. You could do online arbitrage. You can do private labeling. Uh, you can sell in the UK market. You can sell in the, uh, the Canadian market. You can sell in Germany. Uh, you can sell in all different international markets, right? But the big thing that you need to understand is that, yes, there's all of these opportunities, but you have to pick one. And you have to pick one, and you have to just start. Hashtag just start, all right? So you might want to write that one down. That's a big one, right? We need to start, all right? Because we can get this information overload, and then from there, we don't know what to do, so we do nothing. It's just an easier way, right? We usually push away from pain, right? If we see pain, which pain is a lot of times a decision that you have to make, we push away from that, right? You need to pick one and then you need to focus on that, all right? And I'm going to help you get clear as to what one maybe you're going to want to focus on, okay? Because I think if we can become a lot clearer about this, then it's going to make it that much easier, all right? But you need to pick one thing and that one big thing will help you succeed in business and in life. And I want you to ask yourself this question, Okay, this question right now, and you may know, you may not know, but this question right here will make things a lot clearer, and it'll also help you stay motivated and really push you, all right? Now, I want you to ask yourself this question, why? Why do you want to start a business? Why? Ask yourself that question. It's amazing. When you ask yourself questions, your mind starts to work on giving you an answer. And you need to become clear with this because if you come clear with this, you're going to understand the why, which is then going to push you when times get tough, all right? Now, if the why isn't strong enough, you might not push hard through those times and then you're going to give up, right? And so it really does come down to your why, how strong your why is and all of that, okay? So why do you want to start a business, okay? Is it freedom to spend more time with your family, that's what mine was. That's what it still is. I want to be able to go to the ball game uh, for my son in the middle of the afternoon. Um, I want to be able to go to that school play at one o'clock in the afternoon at my daughter's school if I want to. Uh, you know, I want to be able to go on vacation if I want to and not have to worry about if I have the time coming or not, right? That's my why. I have a strong why. My family every single day. And just a little short story here for you guys. You know, I'm a, I'm a 43-year-old guy. I've been married 22 years and I have a beautiful family, three beautiful children. I have my kids kind of scattered as far as like the ages. I've got a 20-year-old daughter who's going to be 21 in July. I've got an 18-year-old son that just turned 18, and I've got an 8-year-old daughter. And the beautiful thing for me personally is, you know, my kids, it just feels like it, it just, they grow so fast. And we've heard that our parents say, oh, you're you're going to see uh, time flies, you know, you're going to look back and 10 years is gone. And, and, you know, when you're a kid, you don't really believe it, but it's true, you know. <laughs> I'm going to say to my father, you were right, you were right, you know, and that kills me to say this. Sometimes I don't know about you guys, but to tell your parents that they were right is sometimes kind of hard, but it's so true. And now because of that, my eight-year-old daughter, it's almost like it makes me even feel my why even more because I want to slow down time in a sense, but I also want to be able to have more time available so I can just 
spend time with her and my other kids as well. But just, she really does keep us young. But hey, who knows? Maybe you're just looking to find a way to pay off your student loans or earn a you know, few extra bucks to do that. Or maybe you're working 60 hours a week and you want to cut that down to where you only work 40 hours a week. Because, you know, believe it or not, there's people out there that actually enjoy their job, right? So if you enjoy your job, but you don't want to work 60 hours, but you're doing it because you want to maybe go on that extra vacation, well, maybe you could do this part-time, okay? But you need to understand what that why is. And if that why is strong enough, it's going to help you weather those storms when they when they come into your business because you are going to have them, all right? I mean, for example, you know, you may face something like this. Your first shipment gets lost during shipping. That would be terrible, but guess what? It could happen, and if it does, you might give up right in the beginning and say, you know what? I'm done. This is too hard. It's just too much headaches. I don't want to deal with it. If that's the case, the why isn't strong enough. Your listing gets hijacked. Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Well, you're going to fight it and then you might see that it's not going the way that you want it to go and you might have to continually talk to customer support and that's not fun. And if you do that, guess what? You might give up after you get that kind of settled or maybe you just give up on it, okay? The other thing that might happen is your supplier forgot to add a critical part in your bundle, okay? Uh, And then you start getting complaints about that. That's a headache. If if your why isn't strong enough, you might give up and say, this is just a business model I don't want to go after. Or maybe your shipment gets held in customs and you're waiting for it to get there and you're waiting for it to get there and just say, well, this is just too hard, right? Anything that you do in life is going to have its its share of obstacles, right? We just need to figure out a way to get around those obstacles. And to me, the best way is to have a really strong why. Now, I promise I'm not going to keep going on this why thing, but I think it's really, really important that you understand that you want to become crystal clear on your why, all right, because that will help you move forward through this. And if you can get your your wife or your spouse on board with the why, maybe you sit down together and you talk about that why, that right there can help you guys help each other, all right? And we'll talk a little bit more about that in a little while, about how like-minded people can help in that as well. But when you get that why, man, oh man, it changes everything. At least it did for me and I think it could for you, all right? And I'm gonna give you some uh, exercises that you can do to figure this stuff out as we move through this, but I really do want you to understand that the why is really, really powerful. Now, I'm gonna share a story with you, all right? And the story is when I was 12 years old. I think it was 12, maybe 12 or 13 years old, all right? And I was watching the movie Rocky, who has watched Rocky? Raise your hand if you have have watched the movie Rocky or say that you have out loud. Say yes if you have. Um, I, I did a Periscope re- recently on this and uh, just about everyone on uh, said that they had already seen Rocky and who hasn't seen Rocky and that type of thing, right? But when you're watching that movie, right, you're, you're, you're into that movie. At least I was, right, as a kid. And I know a lot of other uh, kids were as well. But you're hearing the music, right? It's like, dan, 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 dan. Dun, 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 dun. You know, the eye of the tiger. You know, you, you got it, right? You're feeling it already, right? I got you back in that, in that, in that rhythm and in that, that pump state, right? You're getting excited. So I'm sitting there and I'm watching it and, you know, Rocky, you know, Sly, he's, he's looking all big. He's getting, he's working out in the gym. Uh, he's got trainers and everything, right? So 
me and my buddy, we used to watch this movie and we used to watch it over and over and over again. And when we would watch it, then we would go and start working out for the next week, right? We'd go home and we'd get out those, remember those cement weights that they had or those, not, not the cement weights, the, the weights that had the plastic and then inside it was sand that was filled and it really looked like a lot of weight on it, but it really wasn't that much. But <laughs> do you remember them? Uh, I know. I just, just a vivid, vivid picture of those things. I could see them in, in the garage right now. And, uh, they were, they were kind of funny, but anyway, uh, get back on track here. So basically we were sitting there working out, right? We're getting big. We're thinking we are right. And we had no idea what we were doing, but it got us excited. Right. And that's kind of like business, right? You get excited about the business model. You know, I know a lot of people that I talk to, I talk about Amazon and the business and kind of what I'm doing and they're all like, wow, you can do that. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Can you tell me more? Like they're excited. They want to know more, right? So the big thing in the beginning is getting excited. That's one thing. But then from there, you need to see what that why is, right? So here's what would happen after I would watch Rocky, right? We would work out for a week. We wouldn't really see really results, right? Because we only gave it a week, right? So then after about a week, we'd start to peter out. We would stop working out. Maybe, you know, because we just didn't see the results. The other thing was, is it wasn't really a strong why. Why was I doing that? Why were we doing that? Me and my buddy, why were we working out? Well, in my head, I'm thinking we wanted to look bigger for maybe the girls, maybe on the block, right? can uh, show them our muscles, right? It's always about as a kid having muscles, right? You're going to impress the girl, right? So maybe that was my why. Now, is that a strong why? Eh, not really. Now, let's just say, for example, that I was in a real fight, right? Let's say that I was a little bit older. I wouldn't want to be in a fight at like 12, 13 years old, but let's just say that I was Rocky, right? I was a fighter that was going to be going into this big you know, match of, of mine, right? And, and my, you know, my title was on the line, but even more importantly, my face was on the line or my body was on the line or my brain was on the line, right? That's a, that's a pretty strong why. So I would think that I, after a week's time, I wouldn't give up on working out, right? Because I know if I get, if I, if I stopped working out, I'm not going to be is in good shape for this fight. I'm not going to be as sharp. I'm not going to be able to dodge the punches. I'm not going to be able to throw harder punches, right? Because my component, he's training, right? And that's like your competition. Your competition is out there training every single day. At least the good ones are. And those are the ones you should be focusing on, right? So you see where I'm going with this? If your why is stronger, you're going to get up every day and you're going to put in the work because you know if you don't, then what is the alternative? Well, in this case, we're talking about getting your face bashed in, right? By maybe Mr. T. <laughs> or, you know, we could be talking about having to get up every single day, work for a, a boss that you don't like, or maybe the, the job that you're doing you don't like, and you just keep doing it because you have to, right? Because you feel as though you have to. You know, and that doesn't necessarily mean that that's the case because I believe that everyone has a choice, but you need to have that why. And if that why is, I want to stay home with my family, I want to be able to go on trips with my family, I don't want to be away from my family as much and work 60, 70 hours a week, that's a pretty strong why because life is, life is just clicking by, right? Life is just clicking by. And if, you know, if you don't get a hold of that, well, then life is going to be gone. And then you're going to look back and say, I should have did that. I should have fought a little harder. I should have trained a little harder, 
right? So I just wanted to use the Rocky analogy because I've always wanted to because I've just loved that movie. But I also wanted to paint the picture that, you know, if you are, you know, if you have a strong why, it will definitely, definitely help push you through those tough times in business, especially, you know, because that's what we're talking about here is business, right? Now, it goes in life too. Let's talk about weight loss for a second. If you've ever tried to lose weight, you probably know how it feels when you get excited about maybe watching one of those infomercials on TV and I'm raising my hand. I'm one of those guys, right? And I watched, I'll never forget it. I watched that uh, Insanity from Beachbody. I watched that one for probably four or five times before I ended up buying it. And I bought it because it was a program. It, it made me feel as though if I followed it, all I had to do is just kind of do what they told me. If I followed it, I would get the results. And guess what? I made the commitment to do it and I did it for 60 days. And I lost like 18, 20 pounds and I was in the best shape of my life. It worked. But if I didn't have that program maybe and I just tried to motivate myself in my basement, which I've done before by the way, um, I might not go through with it. And guess what? I'd start for a week and I'd stop. And then I'd go back to looking at myself in the mirror feeling like I was a slouch because I didn't look as in shape as I wanted to, right? It was just that my why, I, I knew that my health was kind of, you know, slipping on the inside, not just on the outside because as you get older, that's kind of what you think about, right? So all of those things come into my why now and that's why I try to eat better now. I, I want to be around longer for my family. I want to not just be fit so I can impress the girls because I've already got my girl for 22 years now, my wife, uh, so I don't have to worry really about impressing so much, but... I do have to worry about being here. So that's a different why than when I was younger just wanting to get in shape. So I hope that that paints a picture for you to understand that our why is a huge part of our success and you really need to have yours, all right? So definitely, definitely figure out your why, okay? And then from there, you can make it very, very clear as to what you're doing and why you're doing it. And then when you run into these obstacles, you can move through them, all right? So Bottom line is, do that, all right? Because most people fail and give up in business because they don't know their why. Or, here's another reason, they just go after the money. They don't know what the money's gonna do for them, they just know that if I make more money, my life is going to be better, right? Or they randomly decide to start a business just from an idea, right? I think it would be cool, right? And then they have roadblocks, and then they get frustrated, and then they give up, and then they go back to normal life, and then they're depressed, and they have low confidence, right? And then about three months later, they're starting to get upset with themselves, and then they look to find an easier way to make money, and then they go through that same cycle again, right? And they try it. It's a little bit harder than they thought. They didn't get the results. They came into roadblocks, get frustrated, give up, boom, back to their old job or their old life depressed, low confidence, and it just keeps getting lower and lower and lower. So you need to be able to set yourself up for success, and the easiest way to do that, I say easiest, it's not easy, but it will help you get through those tough times if you have a strong why, all right? Now I'm gonna share another quick story with you uh, because I think it does illustrate kind of like how a why can change your life, all right? Now, some of you know that when I first started right out of high school, I was a construction worker. I was a 19-year-old kid, construction worker, worked for my father's business, learning a trade. We were basically uh, you know, a construction outfit that would remodel homes and all of that stuff. So I had to learn all the different, uh, you know, the different facets of, uh, of a construction worker, right? Of kind of like how things are done, right? So I learned all that. I worked my butt off at 19 years old. I was married at 21, okay? And I had my first daughter when I was 22, 
All right. Now, after I had my daughter, things did change for me in my own mind, right? I'm working 60 plus hours a week so my wife could stay home. We made that a decision too that we wanted her to stay home. She wanted to. I wanted to have her be able to do that. So I had to work more um, to do that. And I was fortunate enough to be able to work more because some people want to work more, but they can't, right? So I was fortunate, all right? But I started to feel burnout after four or five years. I started feeling the burnout. I also felt defeated because I felt like I kind of trapped myself. I locked myself into a career that the only way that I'm going to be able to make more money and be able to get more freedom was to work more hours. That was the only out for me. I didn't have an education. I didn't go to college. Um, and again, I don't feel I don't feel like embarrassed about that because I think it it really did help me, um, you know, really create the path that I'm on now and created the person that I am now, which I wouldn't trade that for the world because I think I have a ton more experience and knowledge that I hadn't gone to college than if I had. All right. So what I did though is after I was burnt out and I was talking to my wife, we were having a heart to heart, you know, we started searching for a way that we could create you know, a business that could possibly support our why, which was our freedom and our family. That's what we were after. So we had a very, very clear picture because I wasn't home as much as I wanted to be. I was always leaving before my daughter was up and coming home and she was going to bed. And it was really upsetting to me, but that's what I knew. That's what I could do. That's all I could do, I thought. So we really had a heart to heart. We we uh, we decided to uh, try this this new business idea that my wife had, which was a photography business. And we knew nothing about photography, but we figured we could learn. And, you know, I knew a little bit about business and marketing for my father's business because I was in there. Um, So we went ahead and said, let's just give it a shot. And we did that, right? But we found the why. The why first. That's what came first. Then we started getting creative as far as what business models could we pick that could potentially relieve me um, from working 60 hours a week. And in the beginning, we were just thinking about supplementing the income. We were just thinking about getting 20 hours back so I could only work 40 hours and not work the extra 20, right? But then she could do a couple of uh, photography sessions during the week and make up that difference, right? Well, we soon found out by taking action and doing that, that that was starting to grow into something that we could potentially turn into a full-time business. So then what we needed to do, and this is the next step in figuring out the next part of this, is figuring out the exact amount of money that you would need to leave your job. You need to know that. So this is the second part of this, right? So you have your why, and then you need to figure out the exact amount of money to create that freedom lifestyle that you want, all right? Or whatever the goal is, you need to figure that out. So ours at the time, this is going way back, was $100 per client for 10 clients would give us the number we were looking for. So basically $1,000 a week. It's about what I was earning for my construction job that I was doing for my father's business. I was earning about $1,000 a week. So that was $4,000 a month is basically what we needed to earn in order for me to cut out of there, all right, and then go full time, all right? So we focused on this and we focused on this and guess what? Within 18 months, we achieved that and we surpassed that and I left my job for my father's construction company. By the way, my father was, was okay with it. He was actually a little bit relieved because he always felt a little bit like responsible and that he wanted to make sure that I always had that job. So it kind of did relieve a little bit of stress from him. Uh, so it, it definitely worked out for the better. But we did this after we figured out our why. Then we figured out what that number was. Then we focused on the numbers as far as getting there, all right? But the bottom line is we created that strong why because we knew that we would have hard times. Now, we didn't know that back then, but now that I look at it, we definitely followed this system, 
All right, because we did have some tough times. You know, it didn't just all of a sudden just we 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 launched our business and then all of a sudden we we had our 10 clients and they they were steady throughout the year. We had dips in the market because we were really busy around the holidays, kind of like fourth quarter in Amazon, and then things would dry up for a while. So we had to figure out how we could stretch that through the year and also be creative as far as how to get other photography clients throughout the year. You know, doing different types of of events and doing you know certain time you know certain types of photography for other markets, right? And we got creative and we did that and we built that into a six figure business. All right. So again, I don't want to bore you with my story, but just to understand that you know everything that you do does come down to having a why and then knowing your numbers. All right. If you know your numbers, you can reverse it back. All right. And then if you reverse it back, it's going to make it that much easier for you to understand, you know, what you need to do. All right. So let's move on now to some action steps. Okay. Because I don't want to just come up here and kind of tell you, okay, you need to know your what, not your why, and you need to know your numbers. Right. I want to sit here and give you action steps. I want to give you exercises that you can do. And I really want you to take some time with this. All right. Because it's really, really important that you do. It's important that you become real with it. Some people don't want to know how much in debt they are, right? It's important to get all that out. Put it out. Flush that all out on the paper. What is the number? Like you need to know the number or else you can't strive to go after that number. You're just guessing, right? You need to know the target, all right? So number one, your action step number one is this. Figure out your true why. What is your perfect day? What is your perfect week, all right? Go through, have fun with that. Write every single thing down that you would want in your perfect day, all right? And again, some people would say, I'd love to just sit on the beach and sip pina coladas. Let me tell you something. That sounds great for a vacation, but you're gonna get bored. You wanna be able to do stuff that you can do with your family, but you also wanna be able to do stuff that you feel as though you're adding value back to the world. At least that's what I wanna do. And, and you wanna be able to create a business that you enjoy doing and that you, you're excited to work in. So that's another thing too is, you know, you can go out there and make money at just about anything, but you do wanna be able to enjoy it. Um, so, you know, that's a whole nother topic, but really you wanna be able to do stuff that has meaning for yourself and for others. So why not make that, especially when you're first starting, why not make that just really solid all the way through? I think it's really, really important that you do that. But again, a lot of people, well, I just wanna make a million dollars and then just go sit on the beach, right? And that, you know, I just don't think that's that's a plan for success, right? You don't have any specifics, you don't have a why, um, you don't have an exact number other than a million dollars and you haven't even figured out how you're gonna trace that back to how much you need to make per day, right? And I think if you do that, it makes things so much more clear. Okay, so now let's go into step three or action step number three. Create your plan, okay, and timelines to achieve what you're going after, that number, right? So you got a three-month, a six-month, a nine-month, and a 12-month. Those would be the ones that I would shoot for, all right? Now, number four, just start, okay? You can't plan everything. There's some people out there that have to know, if this happens, what am I going to do here? And if that happens, what am I going to do over here? And, and if that happens, I got to have that. And people are telling me that I have to have this. Just start, okay? You can't plan everything. You shouldn't plan everything. You just need to come up with your plan to get started, all right? Then you're going to pivot, and then you're going to adjust the course, all right? I can't stress that enough. Just 
start. And that's why I always talk on Periscope or Snapchat, hashtag just start. All right. Number five, and this is a big one. And you know, everyone that's listening right now can do this. Surround yourself with like-minded people. Surround yourself with like-minded people. Because if you're not going to surround yourself with like-minded people, you're not going to strive to do better, right? I always want to, always want to surround myself with people that are smarter than me. All right. I also want to surround myself with people that are hungry, that want to not not hungry like gonna eat a Big Mac, uh, but hungry, uh, so they want to go out there and they want to keep building their businesses or they want to keep pushing the bar a little bit, right? That's gonna help push me. I've always told my son, who's a, a pretty good athlete, I've said, listen, you don't wanna be the best kid on the team always, right? You wanna be the kid that isn't the best player, so this way here you can strive to be the best player. It's going to push you to limits that you didn't even know existed, right? It's the same thing with working out, right? If you if you think that you can you know, do this certain weight and then you start to do it and that's all you allow yourself to do, that's what you're going to do. But if you expand yourself and say, you know what, I, I'm going to try this weight. I haven't ever done this weight, but I'm going to try it and try to get instead of 10, I'm going to try to get five, right? When you do that, you surprise yourself. I've done this with my son. Him and I work out and uh, he's always like trying to get his 10 or 12 reps. And I'm like, if on the fourth set that we're doing this, if you're getting 10 to 12, you're not pushing yourself hard enough. That last set, you should be getting five to six max right? Because that means that you're pushing your muscle to the max. It's the same thing in business or in life, right? So surround yourself with like-minded people and that right there, I'm telling you, can really help you. And again, you're listening to this. You have access to the Facebook group. Um, if you're if you're uh, you know at a, a local meetup, you have people there. If you have uh, maybe a conference that you're attending, you have that there, right? So Connect with people and really surround yourself with like-minded people that are also uh, wanting to build and, and create their own business to have, again, a similar outlook would be nice to be able to say, I want to go out there and create a freedom lifestyle business for myself, right? So you want people that are kind of on the same page with that as well, all right? The next thing I want to discuss is removing excuses, okay? If I can do this, I promise you, promise you that you can do it too, all right. I have no college degree. Actually, I have no experience at all in college. I never even spent a day in college. I mean, I might have visited a college, but I never went there. It wasn't really a big thing when I was growing up with my family. My father came from a farming community, uh, you know, so they didn't really, you know, you were in eighth grade and you were put on the farm. My father was lucky enough to go to, uh, you know, to uh, 12th grade and graduate. And then he went into the military. But, you know, his brothers and sisters, a lot of them, they only went to eighth grade. It's all, all that was required. And then they just went on and worked on the farm, right? So it wasn't something that was instilled in me, and I'm really glad that it wasn't, to be honest with you, because it really did build my character. It also gave me the entrepreneurial bug, if you will, because I love having the control of my own destiny. And if someone uh, had to tell me how much I was going to get for a raise, that would really bother me. Uh, I, I had that happen once. I was working for a cable company, and uh, they told me I was going to get a 10-cent raise, and everyone else was doing not as good of work, but I was doing better work. It didn't matter. We all got 10 cents. That kills me, right? So I don't ever want to have someone telling me my work ethic should determine how much I get paid. Um, so again, that's something that you can have as well. Uh, you know, I'm also bad with direction, guys. I'm terrible with directions. Uh, and, and again, that's, it's funny because my wife always tells me, you're so smart, you know? And I'm like, yeah, but 
I can't find my way from here to there unless I have a GPS. I can't remember. Even if I've been there six times, I just, I lose direction. So uh, I'm terrible with direction. So just so you know, if we go somewhere together, uh, I'm going to leave it up to you to get us there. All right. Uh, I had bad grades in school. Uh, I was terrible at history. Um, I was good at math. I was good at math, uh, but I was terrible at, at history. English, I was so-so. Uh, science, eh, not good at all. Uh, you know, but I believe it was because I just wasn't interested in that. I wasn't interested in learning that. I wish I could have been a little bit more just so I could have expanded my mind in that sense. The only thing I wish, the only thing I wish that I would have uh, done in high school was actually taking a typing class because right now I'm a terrible typer and I believe if I was a better typer, I wouldn't mind typing as much. Again, little side note there for you. But bottom line is this, guys. I'm a regular guy, nothing special. I do have one superpower though, okay, one superpower, but I think you have it as well, and I'm going to tell you what that is right now, okay? Do you know what it is? Do you know what my superpower is and maybe what your superpower could be? Well, this is what it is. It's the ability to take action and create your own lifestyle that you want. That is a superpower, taking action. So if someone asks you, hey, what's your superpower? You're like, I take action. (laughs) I don't just learn. I apply and I take action and I'm proud of that, right? I'm not, I'm not concerned so much with the consequences. I just want to go out there and execute, right? Yes, I know I'm going to make mistakes. Yes, I know that everything I do isn't going to work. I understand that. And that's been happening to me since I've been 19 years old when I entered the workforce, right? It's been happening, but it's created the path to get me to where I am. All right. So I want you to ask yourself right now, do you have a superpower? Is it the taking action superpower? And if not, you should adopt it now. All right. Go ahead and grab it because it can be yours. You can have it. So definitely get that superpower working because it's going to allow you to do the things that you need to do to move forward in this. And again, I have to say, there's some people out there right now listening to this that, you know, being your own boss isn't easy for you. And it's scary to you because now there's no one telling you what to do. You want to be told, go here, go there, do this, do that, and just leave at the end of the day. You know what? And if that is you, then recognize that now and just understand that that's what you're cut out to do and that's fine, right? But me personally, mm -mm. I love being my own boss because I can create my own schedules. And again, I am diligent on that, but you have to be, all right? But again... It's up to you. I do believe it's a choice. Now, I want to do a little quick exercise here. I want to do a quick exercise because, like I said, I don't just want to sit up here and talk about your why and your your freedom numbers that you're going to be able to get and and all that stuff. I think that's cool, but I want to give you a real example on how this could look, all right? So let's kind of do this exercise together here right now, all right? So there's a guy by the name of Bob, all right? He's 36 years old. He's working Monday through Saturday, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. as a construction worker, Uh, It's kind of similar to me. Uh, He has been married to his wife for uh, 13 years, and they have three kids. And and his wife, by the by the way, his her name is Mary. And by the way, this is just fictitious. I'm just making this up. Uh, I figured it'd be kind of cool to kind of come up with an avatar of uh, of who this person is because it's very similar to a guy like me. Um, but he's been married to his wife uh, for 13 years. They have three kids. Uh, he only sees them at night for a few hours if he's lucky. And keep in mind, I mean, he's working those hours and he still has to keep the yard up. He's got to mow the lawn. Uh, He's got to fix something if it breaks around the house. Um, Also has to go maybe on the weekend to a soccer game. Uh, So there's still things that have to be done on his off time. But again, he's working his butt off. Now, he makes $50,000 per year 
and he wants to replace his income and spend more time with his family, all right? So do you see that picture? You need to get your picture, all right? You need to see your picture and exactly what you have uh, in your life right now and what is available to you, okay? So now we know the amount that he is making, so you need to know the amount that you're making, of course, right? And you also need to know how much time you have. He right now doesn't have a lot of time. He's working 60 hours a week, right? But if we took those numbers, we took $50,000, that's what he's making per year, okay? And we can divide that by 365 days. That gives us $137 per day or $4,110 per month. That's it broken down really, really simply. Again, like I said, in school, I loved math, right? I loved basic math. I didn't like getting into trig and all that stuff. But the basic math and, and mathematics and, and the um, you know economics and stuff, I loved that stuff in school, right? So this is easy, right? $50,000 divided by 365 days equals $137 per day or $4,110 per month. Now we know exactly what Bob needs to earn per day if he wants to leave his job, right? We have a clear picture. We have a clear goal, right? We also know that he has three kids and we also know that he doesn't get time to spend with them, all right? So we know how much time he has available, all that stuff, right? So we're very, very clear. We can even get deeper than this too if we want to, all right? And I think that you should. I think you should get into that perfect day thing that we talked about, all right? So let's move on with this exercise, okay? So again, we know that he makes exactly 50,000 and we know what he needs to leave his job. Okay. Now there's another option here for Bob. Let's say that Bob says, you know what? I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this right out of the gate. I might want to test this whole thing and maybe just do this part time. Maybe what I could do is still work my 40 hours a week, but maybe I could free up 20 hours. Okay. So maybe what I'll do is I'll do this part time and we'll see if I can get some traction. And if I do, then I might go ahead and turn it into a full-time gig. Right. So there's different things. There's different options here for Bob. Right. And there's different options for you. You just have to figure out what your options are. All right. But you, again, you, you need to figure out what that is and then figure out your plan. Okay. You need to also ask yourself questions. It's so powerful to ask yourself questions because your brain will work very, very hard to figure out the answer. It's crazy. All right. Ask yourself questions. Your brain will help to find that answer for you. Okay. Ask questions. You'll get answers. All right. So now let's take the Amazon business model, for example. Right. So we want to give an example. Of course, we're talking about Amazon business all the time. Right. So let's, let's use that as our business model. Okay. Now, let's say that Bob is going to need to spend two hours a day, or he's going to commit to two hours a day. Well, where is he going to get those two hours a day, right? I get a lot of people that say, Scott, I don't have a lot of time. How do I, how do I find time to build this business? How much time am I going to need? Well, if you figure two hours a day, especially in the beginning until you get, get rolling here, that should be enough time. You could go an hour a day. It might take you a little bit longer, but let's just say two hours per day, all right? But you need, you need to make a commitment, all right? Maybe it's in the mornings, maybe it's at night, okay? Now, for me personally, if I had that schedule, it would probably be at night. I'd wait for the kids to go to bed, and then I would probably work from 9 to, let's say, 11, right? And maybe 12, and then I'd get up early. Um, Little side note. When I was working my construction job, I was only, at the time, probably 24 or 25. I was building my house that we lived in, a big house, probably about 2,800 square feet. And uh, I built that at night after I would get done working my 60 plus hour a week uh, job and I would work Sundays and I would, I would just, I would be up till one o'clock in the morning. I'd get back up at like five 30, then I'd go to work, come back home. And I did that for a very long time. I did it for 11 months. Um, so again, 
it does come down to work ethic. It comes down to hustle, and it comes down to your why and how bad you want it. That why for me on the house was I wanted to build my own house so I could have my family live in a house. I'd save a lot of money by building it. That was my why, right? Pretty strong why. And once you start a house, you really need to finish it. So there's uh, there was some re- uh, repercussions there as well if I didn't. Um, okay, so you need to figure out that schedule that you're going to be able to commit to. It's like a workout schedule, right? You're going to do an hour in the morning, hour at night, or maybe two hours at night, whatever it is, you need to commit to it. All right. So now the next part of this is you need to give yourself goals. Okay. So what are the goals and timelines that you can create for yourself? So if it was me and I was Bob, I would be thinking this goal. Number one is I want to start with a hundred dollars per day. I want to be able to make a hundred dollars per day towards my goal of $137 per day, okay? Because I know that if I did $100 per day, it would prove that I could do this. It would validate and it would teach me along the way because a lot of times people don't realize you're learning as you're doing, right? As you're doing, you're learning. And then from there, you're gonna be able to make changes the next time you launch a product or whatever else you're doing in your business. So goal number one would be $100 per day to start. Okay. Now there's something that I've talked about publicly on my podcast. I've done workshops and I've taught this thing called the 10 by 10 by one strategy. And what this basically is, is if you have one product, okay, that does $10 profit per unit per product and you sell 10 of those a day, that's a hundred dollars per day. Okay. 10 by 10 by one. So again, I get a lot of people that ask me to really explain that one more time. It's $10 profit 10 units sold per day, and that's one product, okay? So 10 by 10 by one, that's $100 per day, all right? And if you were to calculate that over 30 days, that's $3,000 a month. It's not our $4,110 per month, but it's darn close, right? And it's, again, it's a target for me to shoot for, and it's totally doable, all right? So you need to create that plan or, you know, the milestone, so this way here you can strive towards it. Now what you wanna do is you wanna put that on a timeline and then you wanna structure all of the different steps it's gonna take to get from point A to point B or point Z, however you wanna look at it, right? So if we just took and put ourselves on the left side of a uh, uh, of a timeline, let, let's just, if, if you have the ability right now to, to draw this out, this is what it would look like, all right? If you took a piece of paper and you turned it horizontally and you put a little stick figure on the left-hand side, all right, and you drew a line all the way to the other side of that page and you put another stick figure over there, so like you traveled from one end to the other, and let's say on the on the left side you've got a frown face and on the, on the, uh, on the right side you have a happy face, okay, because that means that you met your goal. So what you would do then is you would put little lines of the different things inside of that timeline that you're going to be able to execute. Okay, so you see where I'm going? I'm painting this picture for you that you have a timeline, an actual timeline where you have yourself starting on the left and then moving through to the right, all right? So maybe the very first part of this is going to be product research. So if we're talking about you know, private labeling, uh, which again, this, this could work for any, any different uh, goal that you're going after, but let's just use this as a real example. So let's say we're, we're private labeling. So our first step is product research. It's the very first step. Now there's different things that happen inside the product research, but we're not going to break it down that granular, but we're going to say right now, product research, until we move past product research, we're not going to move on to the next thing right? So what you might want to do though is map this whole thing out before you get started. So let's just walk through these real quick as far as how this would look if you were to do this on a 90-day timeline. 
So first step, product research. Then you would move to another little line in your timeline and say the next thing would be product sourcing. And then you'd move over a little bit, put another line in, and you would say the next step is product samples. And then the next step would be product ordered. And then the next step would be listing created. And then the next step would be product sent to Amazon. And then the next step would be run promotion. The next step would be start PPC. And then the next step would be optimize and tweak. Right, so there's there's different things inside of each of those, but really we just need to, to to put out or you know to really label the ones in an order that we can go ahead and check them off, and then inside of those you can have a list inside of the product research that's going to have different checkpoints to that as well. But to keep this thing simple, just imagine that you have that timeline with all of those different things on the timeline in order that they need to be done. So remember how I talked about people overcomplicating things? Well, this happens, right? Where you're looking at where where you are right now. In, in the very beginning, but you see pay-per-click in, in towards the end and you're like, all right, I'm going to start learning about pay-per-click, Amazon pay-per-click. I'm going to start learning about that or I'm going to start you know, thinking about optimizing and tweaking. No, you don't go there yet. You only stay on the timeline where you are. You can't move ahead until you get this one thing done. Really, really understand and grasp that concept. I'm telling you, it's a game changer, all right? It also eliminates any distraction that you might have. Okay, because you're only going to focus on these particular things inside of the timeline. All right. And as you move through, you're going to be able to check these things off. Also, going back to the hour limit, you're going to give yourself a couple hours. Well, for that couple hours that you have available, you're only focusing on product research. Do you know how much more you can get done if you're just focusing on one thing versus focusing on research, how to how to order a product, your samples, your supplier, your listing created, all that stuff that you can't even do yet until you get the product picked. Do you see how you can be scattered and then that two hours can turn into not a lot being done? Again, you need to really, really think about how this works and really, really do this, okay? I think it's going to help you immensely, all right? And then once you get done with that timeline, then you can just go back and rinse and repeat, okay? Because now you've been through that process, but guess what? You're probably going to learn a lot through that process, so things are going to run a little bit smoother next time. Right, because you learned from some things that you did that I couldn't even tell you that are going to happen. Because for your your uh, specific product, it might be different than than what I'm going after. Because well, it's a different product, a different category. Maybe you got to get ungated into Amazon that I didn't have to. So I can't give you the the you know the step by step for that. You got to learn that as you go. All right, but again. It gets easier as you do it, but you just lay out these 90-day timelines and then you check them off your list as you go through these, okay? And then rinse and repeat. And you're going to learn. Like I said, you're going to learn along the process and it's going to help you eliminate any noise, right? Don't worry about all that other stuff that you might be hearing about people saying, oh, you're going to build a funnel and get Facebook ad traffic over here and then you're going to put them into a sequence and you're going to do an autoresponder and all of this stuff and you're like, oh my gosh, there's all this stuff that I can do, but... uh, I guess I'm not going to do anything because I just don't know what to do, right? But if you can come up with a plan like this, I'm telling you, you will execute, execute, you will take action, and then you'll start getting results, all right? So only focus on these steps in your plan and do it daily, okay? Make a commitment and stick to it, all right? I want to share with you a, a book that I have read a couple times now, and actually, I, I didn't read it, honestly. I listened to the audio book. One other little side note on me, I don't like reading much, Um it's just hard for me. Again, I'm, I'm distracted a lot by, um, by thoughts in my head. Uh, and that's, I guess, part of the, the entrepreneurial, uh, you know, 
problem that a lot of people face is because you're always thinking. But with audio, it really helps me because I can be in the car and I'm not distracted. I'm just listening and driving. Um, so anyway, Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, okay? It's all about doing small things consistently every day to build momentum and get results. That's what it's about. So for example, like a weight loss example, and he's used this, it's like if you commit to cutting out just one bad thing from your diet every day, like let's take for example soda, and you do that, right, for a period of time, you're going to see results. They're going to be slow and steady, but a lot of people just want to go after, okay, well, if I just stop eating for three days, I'm going to lose a bunch of weight. But yeah, but you're going to feel like crap. You're going to start doubting this thing. You're going to hate it. And then you're going to give up and you're going to go back to your old habits, right? But if you can commit to something that you know that you can do and then just slowly add to it, it's so much more powerful. And he totally breaks everything down inside of this book, The Compound Effect. Darren Hardy, I love it. Uh, I recommend it to anyone that I can. And I think that it would be a great read uh, or listen for you. Uh, definitely, definitely huge impact on, on, my, uh, on my life and on my business. Um, because it even talks about surrounding yourself with like-minded people and how they're like dirty water as far as like people um, that are, that are you know, negative energy and, and they just bring you down and the morale and all that stuff. Really, really good lessons there as well. Um, okay, so Again, just to kind of bring it back to the weight loss example. Now, again, like if you, if you did it like where you were doing something like the, the, you know, cutting soda back, you're not going to see results in a week, right? But you will after a month, right? So it kind of goes back to that whole thing of slow and steady wins the race, right? Just slow and steady, slow and steady. It's like a runner. If you're running and you just go out of the gate and you sprint, but you're doing a 10 mile race, you're probably going to peter out. But if you slowly pace yourself, you're going to get there at the end and you're going to probably win the race. All right. So the other thing that I want to mention here is you want to be learning and growing every single day, all right? Learn and grow every day. Now, that doesn't mean learn and grow on everything. Learn what you need to learn, and then you'll grow from there every day naturally, right? So learn what you need to learn, and then you can grow. And you can learn by doing, right? Not just consuming, Okay, that's another huge thing that I want to say here is that when you do something, you learn from it. You see what happens. It's like a reaction, right? You get a reaction from it, whether it's good or bad, all right? So you want to be able to take all the information from a conference or a podcast or whatever you're consuming, you want to take all of that information and then take what you need to take from that and then apply it. Just do it, right? So take that thing that you're learning about and that you know that you can apply to, to what you're working on, and then do it, and then see what happens. Now, just to wrap things up here, I want to give you some advice that was given to me uh, by people that I look up to, all right? Now, number one, you guys probably have heard of Pat Flynn um, from Smart Passive Income. I've been following Pat for a very long time. I think he's a stand-up guy, and I think he's doing a great thing in the world um, just from giving so much and uh, and just being just, just an all-around great guy. He's a family guy, so again, I, I definitely gel with Pat. Um, but he mentioned something um, at Podcast Movement, a, a conference that I attended, and uh, and he, he mentioned one thing there that I've heard other people say, but he really said it, and it kind of resonated with me. So I want to share that with you. And that was just-in-time learning. Now, I've kind of alluded to that where you only want to be learning stuff as you need to, right? But like he said, it's like if you try to really focus on too many things, you won't be able to focus on anything, right? So only focus on what you need to learn when you need to learn it, all right? After you decide on your plan and your goals, learn what you need to know now, Okay, not what you need to learn 
a month from now or six months from now, learn what you need to know now, all right? Just in time learning. And the other thing that I wanted to share with you, which made a huge impact on my life and also uh, my family's life, because now my kids all know this, and it's something called Kanai. And Kanai, C-A-N-I, which was taught to me by Tony Robbins. And he said this, this thing called Kanai, and I had no idea what it was, but it made total sense. And I shared it with my kids, and all my kids know it, even my, my youngest, my eight-year-old daughter, and it's basically an abbreviation for constant and never-ending improvement. Constant and never-ending improvement. And he said, if you're not growing, you're dying. You always want to be learning and surrounding yourself with smarter people than you so you can always be growing. Like I said, I mean, you can sit there and say, oh, I would take a million dollars and just sit on the beach for the rest of my life. That would get boring, all right? And I know some of you are saying, I would love that. Well, maybe for you, but for me personally, that's not, that's not what I'm after. I'm after about, I want to travel. I want to be able to see different people. I want to meet people. I want to, I want to see what they're up to. I want to see how they're impacting the world. I want to help impact the world. I want to be able to spend more time with my family. I want to be able to do things that make me feel whole, right? And then this way here, I can give back. And I think that that's, that's huge. And I think that's what we all would want, all right? But just understand that if you're not growing, you're dying. You always want to be able to grow. I mean, think about that. Have you ever said to yourself, once I get this one project done, I'm going to just call it quits. I'm, I'm good. I, I mean, I've done that when I built my house. I'm like, as soon as I get that done, I don't care if the driveway doesn't get finished for three years. I'm done. I get everything else done. The driveway's sitting there all crushed stone. Guess what? I want to get the thing paved because it's bothering me, right? So I get it paved. Then after I get it paved, guess what? I want to put new shrubs in. I want to go ahead and I want to cut these three trees down because they're shading this certain area. There's always something that you're going to want to do. So don't ever think that you're done because there's always going to be something else. And the reason is, is because we always need that, almost like that, that thing to shoot for, that, that thing to strive for, right? It helps us grow. And as people, we want to grow, right? We want to grow. We want to learn. We want to. Uh, so just embrace it. All right. And that's why Kanai to me is really important. And I want to thank Tony Robbins out there uh, and, and just say, you know, publicly that that really did make an impact on my life because I always revert back to that constant and never ending improvement. And when you surround yourself with people that are smarter than you or that are like minded, it definitely, definitely helps you grow and always improve your life, your business and just anything else that you're working on. All right, so let's go ahead and do a quick little recap here, give you some action steps again. Number one, figure out your true why, your perfect day. Two, figure out what your freedom, lifestyle, money goals are. Three, create your plan and timelines to achieve three-month, six-month, nine-month, and 12-month goals. Four, just start. You can't plan everything and don't try to. Pivot and adjust the course. Five, Surround yourself with like-minded people like you are today on this podcast or in the Facebook group or at the conference, wherever you are. Surround yourself with like-minded people. It is so very powerful. And to prove that point, I want to share a story with you since I've started my Amazon business and how relationships and, and taking action has helped me meet some really awesome people and also created opportunities. So Chris Schaefer is a good friend of mine now. I met him through a Facebook group before I even had a podcast, before I even had a Facebook group, before I was even, you know, the amazing seller, you know, podcast 
Scott, right? Before any of that was even there, I met Chris. We actually reached out to each other through a Facebook group. So again, I would recommend to you guys, if you're in a Facebook group that's with like-minded people, reach out to people, private message people that you think that you would gel with and reach out and say, hey, would you want to meet maybe once a month and we can discuss our businesses? Maybe you're on this similar level or maybe one's a little bit higher than the other or vice versa. Or maybe you just, you hit it off. Well, I did that with Chris. You know, him and I were kind of conversing inside of this Facebook group and then I reached out to him and said, hey, you know, would you want to set up a, a master? mastermind, just, you know, maybe four or five other people and yeah, all right, cool. And we've done that. And since then we've become really, really good friends. He's helped me in my business. I've helped him in his business. And we've now, you know, since I've had him on the podcast and he's introduced me to other cool people. And uh, he's just an awesome guy that I never would have met if I didn't connect myself with like-minded people. So again, the power of like-minded people and taking action. Another example is Danny Brewer. He's a good friend of mine. We call him Danny No BS Brewer. He's just a piece of work. He's just uh, an awesome guy because he's just, again, no BS. He's just going to go get it done. He's a take action kind of guy. And that's why we really gel. But I met him by having the podcast. I had a podcast, started it and uh, took action again, by the way, you know, started the podcast and and he reached out to me and said, Hey, I think we're, we're very similar. You want to just talk someday on the phone. And so we talked on the phone and uh, that didn't even mention having him on the podcast or anything. And then maybe a month or two later, I decided to have him come on and talk about his story. And now we're great friends. Uh, so you know, again, because of the podcast, because I took action, I met a guy like Danny Brewer. Danny's introduced me to some connections and, and I've done the same. And again, it's, it's one of those things that you can't put a price tag on taking action and getting these connections. All right. And just because I started the Amazon business and then I started the podcast and I've connected myself with other like-minded people, it's opened up more opportunities for me, actually more opportunities than I can even take advantage of. Uh, you know, it's introduced partnerships. It's uh, it's done just a whole bunch of things, but it's all because I took action. So now I'm going to turn it around to you. Now it's your turn to take action. It's your turn to create your own freedom lifestyle that you deserve. And I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. So it is totally up to you. And I believe that it's a choice as to what we want to do in life. Don't feel as though you have to do something because you feel as though you have to do something. You need to make that decision and understand your why and then understand how you're going to do it, and then just create that plan, execute, and take action. All right, so that is it. That is going to wrap up this presentation for how to simplify the process and take action and just get it done. I hope that you've enjoyed this. I hope that you got value from this. I know that just going through this myself really did kind of make it real for me. I mean, I wrote this whole thing down because, like I said, I'm presenting this particular keynote and I wanted to kind of go through and work out the kinks and I think I found a couple of spots that I might rearrange some things. But again, the concept is there. The idea is there and my message is there and I hope that you understand that I really do believe that if you create your why and if you create your plan and you take action, you've got a pretty good chance to create the life that you want. And uh just want to say thanks again for everyone uh, for listening, for uh, you know sending in your your emails and your comments and your iTunes reviews and just making this podcast a great platform for me to be able to go out there and connect with people like you. And I just want to say again, 200 episodes in, I'm looking forward to doing another 200. I really enjoy this. I, I'm looking forward to to meeting 
so many more of you in person one day, whether it's at the Denver event or whether it's in an upcoming event or a conference, I would love to shake your hand and uh, and get to know you a little bit better as well. So that's it, guys. That's going to wrap it up. Remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I'm rooting for you, but you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. You got to know what I'm going to say by now. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.